Hello, hi, and welcome to the Chess Apart. My name is Joy Mpande. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our guest today is a Big Brother Season 3 Top 5 contestant who holds the title of a record breaker. Now, although he did not win the competition, he's got other plans to stack up his racks. We talk to rising star Tulani Tools Madala. Yes, Umzanzi Celebville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. Firstly, thank you so much for your time. Obviously, definitely really do appreciate it. Um, I want to first say congratulations because of how far you've come into the show. Uh, yes, it's over, but I think uh, you've obviously gained a lot of hype from it. But I wanted to obviously start off by speaking about um, your career come up or just your journey within the limelight. Um, can we just talk about where it started? I know obviously radio is a big thing. Um, what about tools? Um, but can you just tell me where you started, how you got into um, what we call the entertainment industry. So it was always about me trying to get either onto TV or radio because, I mean, I've always wanted to do both. So I'd say I started out with auditioning for, uh, for, for a TV show. I think it was top billing a couple of years ago. They used to host like these massive auditions around the country. Um, mm-hmm. So I went to one of those. Uh, didn't get selected, unfortunately. Um, and right after that, I... Um, got an email saying that I'd been accepted into the Y Academy, which mm. was now moving from a TV audition to sort of moving to a radio thing. Mm. Um, yeah, into that, I was able to be successful. Um, I think there was like, uh, yeah, two months into it, there was like a reality show that we did where YFM was looking for the next face or voice, if you will, mm. of radio. So I entered, of course, I won, and that's where it sort of all started. Um, it's, it's, I really hate dividing the medium of broadcasting and radio, but mm. I guess uh, that's the beginning. Yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, obviously, I know you've done uh, uh, Five of Fame as well. Uh, the come up into the radio space is known to be quite brutal and almost very closed. If there's any industry that needs to open up, it's known to be the radio industry. What's your thoughts with regards to that? And I mean, where did you go from YFM? I'm sorry, from 5FM, after YFM. So I was blessed in terms of entry in the sense that I joined the, the Y Academy. Mm-hmm. I entered once and I was able to get in. And for me, it was the best uh, a space to learn almost everything about the game in the sense that you learn how to present, you learn um, how to carry yourself around, you learn certain people, you learn literally everything about how the radio space is done. You know, you learn about the news, you learn about the marketing, you learn from every single aspect. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say it was difficult to get in uh, because I was blessed, I was selected from the word go. Uh, but I understand why so many people feel like, you know, the gates are closed because, I mean, the audition lines were <laughs> intense and so long, mm. but only so many can get in. But yeah, that's why I started after YFM. Um, I then moved to 5FM, as you mentioned. Mm. I did a 1 to 4 a.m. show um, for like a year, but because of COVID, 
most of it was pretty much recorded from home as well. So mm. it wasn't really much a year of me broadcasting and doing what I love in studio. Mm, mm. Okay, so tell me about your position before entering um, Big Brother and your your reasons for even entering the competition at the time, so, besides the two million. <laughs> so as mentioned, I worked from one to four for about a year. COVID happened and resulted in me, you know, not getting a contract, not, my contract not being renewed, you know. Mm. Um you know, and it's something that has been happening to people across the country yeah, losing their dreams, retracement. And for me, it really hurt because it was sort of like it happening for the second time. Mm. I had to go back home. Um, you know, and you know, if you've got savings but no income, mm. even that slowly disappears. And that mm. was a very difficult time because it was about what uh, four months of me just trying to make a plan. While I was back home in the East Cape, mm-hmm. so during that time, uh, myself and a friend of mine called Relique decided to open up a NGO called Talent Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's pretty much us taking everything we've learned uh, over the past years and trying to teach it to the young people of the Eastern Cape. Uh, so in my case, it being voice always podcasting, and her and I share the fact that we can both cook. So mm-hmm. we wanted to sort of have uh, a bus, a mobile bus that goes around with all the different equipment and take it to the different schools and just literally give back what um, we have learned over the years. Mm-hmm. So while this was happening and, 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 and you know setting up this uh, initiative from back home, um, I came across a post speaking about Big Brother and I entered. So it's, it's, it's sort of put a, a pause on you know a few of the things I was doing. Mm. Um, and I was in the house three months and I was eventually able to come out now, yes. Mm. Uh, but what, what was your intention when joining the show? I mean, you know, you, you find people that say, you know what, uh, maybe that also is probably like also in the same boat of, as you saying that, you know what, I just want to bring attention to my brand. I've been trying to hustle in this industry and nobody's really paying attention. Was that the same? Do you share the same sentiments of them? Look, my biggest goal was to try and win the money. A lot of people definitely did it to get hype or to get support or to get attention to their brands. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, I'm appreciating it. Mm-hmm. But my main goal was to get my hands on that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's two million rands, mm-hmm. and you need to think about it. When 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 I saw the post, I wasn't tools the brand. I was a Trulani at home, mm-hmm. broke, trying to make a plan. Um, you know. That's the thing, like, we have these appearances that show the world who we are, we look good, we dress up, you know, people, the, the public has a perception of you, and they think that's you all the time, mm. but there's really doubts, you know, you go home and possibly there's no food or whatever the case may be, so I, I definitely entered because I wanted to get my hands on too many events, mm. it was definitely the biggest motivation there. 1,000%. Um, so with two million, two million rand in mind, what was your strategy to get your hands onto it? When I mean, obviously, you know, there's some mind games that you know get played when it comes to the Big Brother show. So what was your strategy um, to to you know win the cash prize? So for me, <laughs> this question is always tricky. My strategy was to get close to everyone, mm. but only be uh, you know closest and careful myself as bad as that may sound so to explain it further 
I know I'm, I'm a people's person. I know how to speak to people and get along with people. So I try to use that to my advantage, uh, sort of be everyone's ally. But in all honesty, only look out for me. And because of the strategy, I know it kind of means that, you know, I'll upset a lot of people, not really uh, try and work to pleasing a lot of people. But it was my strategy because I walked into a house and I saw so many different uh, people that were gifted and so beautiful in so many different ways. Mm. And then I felt like, yo, I got to do what I got to do to stand out because everyone around me is so gifted in different ways that, you know, playing Mr. Nice Guy in my head was definitely not going to work, work out. So, mm. yeah, go in, do what you got to do. Mm, for sure. So how would you actually describe your experience in the house? I know even from just the, the, the first, uh, I wouldn't call it an eviction, but the first exit from the show was about mental health. And uh, when you talk about the space that you were in prior to even joining the show, I can imagine maybe, I don't know what, what your state of mind could have been, but um, how, how would you even describe um, your experience of being on Big Brother, both mentally um, and just, you know, just everything else that comes with it? The experience was out of this world. I, I, you know, certain things just money can't buy. And yeah, I just really was, you know, as a country, as an audience, that we'd look at everyone that was there and just appreciate them. You know, to take your life and put it under a microscope for 71 days is no joke. Mm. So when you look at that show, you need to look at it and think, wow, these people are brave. And it's, it's going to be impossible for you to watch 20 different South Africans and agree with all of them, mm. you know, because we all have different ideas, different backgrounds, different ways of thinking. Mm. And yet these people stood up there and did it. And for me, it was crazy to be a part of it because, you know, you get into a house uh, and everyone has their game plan, their own strategy, the things that they do to either get under your skin mm. or make you smile or, or anything really. Uh, and it, it almost feels like you're in a play every mm. single day. The mm. certain things that you do knowing you're going to get the audience going crazy. Mm. Um, the certain things that you do knowing that the audience will be on your side with. Mm. There's, there's, there's just so much power into being in a house like that. Uh, and of course, meeting all these different people that, again, I say are so amazing and so talented in different ways was just really a beautiful experience. Mm. Mm. Um, I think the fact that you obviously mentioned that, you know, they were, you know, part of your plan or your strategy in, in, in the game was to, you know, um, you know, be on everybody's good side. And I know there are brotherhoods and friendships that have been formed um, in and outside of the the the, uh, the Big Brother house. So who do you think you've, uh, you know, grown a friendship that has, you know, withstood um, the reality world after coming out? Uh, after coming out, definitely, um, you know, Lebo, uh, as well as Temba, uh, we've really spent a lot of time together since we went out of the house. Uh, and it's only because, you know, we, you kind of feel like you need each other for a bit just to scope out what's happening because we've been in the house together for so long that when you come out, <laughs> you know, it feels like, whoa, a whole different world and a whole new you. Mm. So we've really been spending a lot of time together. Um, yeah, just advising each other, helping each other out in, in, in terms of understanding our new world. Mm -hmm. um, I've also been hanging out a lot with Gash. Um, yeah, it's just the guys are all cool. And I think because we chilled a lot um, in the final week, it's, it's pretty difficult for us 
not to want to hang out. Mm. I'm still a bit sad that I haven't seen Tamara of yet. Mm. Uh, Tamara and I also get along quite a lot, and, and yeah, it's like she's become a younger sibling to me. Mm. So that's a relationship that I'm definitely going to push further. If anything, for me, I am open to having a relationship with, with any and every of the contestants because, you know, the 20 of us are, have all gone through that journey together. Mm. And regardless of what may have happened in the house, I think walking out, you know, we need to do everything we can to support each other because, you know, if we're going to speak about opening up the industry, that's what the show is all about, mm. you know, highlighting 20 young um, South Africans that are gifted in so many ways. That if, if that's not opening up the industry, I don't know what is. So, you know, I open up myself to each and every one of them as well. Mm, mm. Uh, let's talk about just the acquired fame even coming out of the house yes as you mentioned it can be a little bit daunting to even go through it because it's like you know you go from people not even caring about who you are to you know now being on the rear carpet celebrities even trying to affiliate themselves uh with you so how are you taking to that because i saw that you've also been doing a lot of rear carpet uh events as well Red carpet is always going to be nice, you know, dressing up, looking good, uh, bumping into people that you've watched on TV and been blown away by. I've bumped into so many actors that I look up to uh, and, and, and them saying they've been watching the show and, and, and showing a lot of appreciation. That has been beautiful. Uh, of course, like you say, it can be daunting. Not, not everything about it is easy or beautiful or, you know, uh, cool. Uh, you know, there will obviously be stuff even on social media that will be said that's negative. But, you know, you go into a microscope knowing that whoever's watching you will either hate or really love you. Mm. It's just what it is. Um, so it's, it's, it's had its ups and downs, but definitely more on the up. I mean, I got to bump into a person I've looked up to for years, and they knew exactly who I was, um, mm. and then gave me words of encouragement that will probably stick with me forever, you know. Mm. So it's, it's had a lot of ups. The downs naturally come with it, and I think it's something that all the housemates are experiencing, you know. It's almost like if someone is in a different camp, they they feel like they have to hate mm. another camp. I, mean, I don't think it's necessary. Um, I, I said the other day that the cake is big enough for everyone to eat. So if we open up our you know perception to supporting each of the housemates, then... I think the, the, the things they'll be able to accomplish will be out of this world in South Africa and beyond. Mm. I mean, you mentioned the fact that you got some advice from somebody you looked up to. Can you, like, name drop a little bit over there? Yeah, I can name drop. I, I, I was able to bump into Ubrano with Morale, um, and he just gave me words of, of, of encouragement. Um, mm. I can't quote him, mm. but for me, you know, that was just... Uh, it's beyond, I can't even explain it. Mm. I'm running out of words. I don't know who likes to talk, but bumping into him, him knowing me, him giving me words of encouragement, mm. I mean, come on, what more can you ask for? It's like a kid watching football all of his, all of his life and then bumping into Messi or Ronaldo mm. uh, and, and getting appreciation and, and, and encouragement. It, it really was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. Have you bumped into any of, you know, your fans or I would call them haters in real life? And what were you, I mean, obviously coming out of the house, you didn't have a phone or inside the house. So you didn't have a phone, you didn't have access to what people were saying. Um, did you have time to have a look at what people were saying, fans and haters? 
both online and social on social media and have you met them in real life to see their response yeah so here's the crazy thing what happens on social media is not the reality of the world mm. so you know you go out you turn your phone and you got a whole lot of hate um <laughs> but then you go out to the streets and meet real people and it's it's, it's a, a whole lot of so mm. I, I i i see those things uh but i ignore them i laugh at most of them because i get it i've also been on social media and laughed at someone but i don't know like consume me or get into it because when i'm out of the streets and i pump it to people it's love and mm. it's genuine love you know it's it's it's, it's you can tell that this person really means what they say. Mm. So I'm, I've been appreciating it. It can be overwhelming at times because, you know, we're still getting used to it. Still getting used to being around people. Mm. But, yo, man, the love has been out of this world and I really, really appreciate it. Lovely, lovely. I mean, as you mentioned, or as we all know, that the two million yes did not go to you. What is your plan to just try and like put it together? I know we have uh, Timba who has a GoFundMe page and people are still contributing and it's actually rapidly grown people contributing towards that. But what is your plan to at least get the two million or what is, what is your plan uh, in terms of what's next for you or anything else? This is a question I'm sure that every uh, household has been getting. Yeah. You know, uh, I've really made the decision to not rush uh, and, and take my time with this. Because, mm. as you said, I've gained so much attention and hype that I don't want my next move to be rushed. I don't want to feel rushed, you know? Mm. Um, so, for me, I definitely want to go into broadcasting. Uh, this is radio, this mm. is podcasting. Uh, but when I do it, it needs to be done correctly. Uh, one thing I've learned is, 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 is in the house, especially rushing into any kind of decision, um, can work against you in the future or in the long run. So I want to be very careful about that. I also definitely want to get into acting. Um, and being in the house has shown me that I am good at both directing but also performance. Mm-hmm. So I want to give it some time, see what kind of offers uh, come through. Already been in chat with my agent, uh, but again, when the offers do come through, I, I need to choose the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's, it's, it's not about sort of rushing to ride the wave, but more about now selecting the right offers as they come. Mm. Uh, being on Big Brother has shown me, you know, how talented I am. Being able to direct and and and, and do so much in front of such a big audience, mm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, also, uh, you know, I, I mentioned earlier on that uh, we open up a, a PO back home. I mm. want to make sure that's ready. I mm. really want to make sure that's ready. That will require me to create an income, generate money. But yo, man, I really want the young minds of the Eastern Cape uh, to know what's possible. You know, mm-hmm. if they're a singer, voiceover artist, whatever the case may be, I, the idea shouldn't be that they, they, they can only learn about those things by catching a bus to children. They need to be able to do it more. I actually absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. Look forward to actually documenting that journey and I hope you know that actually does kickstart soon so we can definitely have a look at that and i think it's quite inspiring to even hear that you're not even thinking more about yourself but more about empowering other people so i love that but i think that's where i'm going to leave this conversation so thank you so much for your time Paul. thank you joy always a joy chatting to you i'm really realized as well so awesome stuff awesome stuff <laughs> all right thank you